everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of our Smoky Mountain Wrestling podcast. This is Smoky Mountain Wrestling, episode 154, January 7th, 1995. We are in a new year. We've hit 1995. We've got a lot less than one year to go. Basically, 11 months left, to be exact. And uh, it's going to be, a, I guess, a fun ride for part of it. I will admit we get into an area towards the end that's not all that great. But I'm sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Hopper. I think Doc had to step away for a moment. So, uh, Hopper, how you doing, man? You ready to rock and roll through this episode? Yes, sir. Get this shit on and popping, huh? Fuck, no more. Fuck, no grade A fucking ass I was bringing in in fucking 1995. Oh. oh. Bruh, I was mm. 20. Yeah. Man, the snatch was exquisite. Yeah, I know, huh? In 95. Oh, yeah. I mean, stat. Oh, uh, man. Uh, how about Doc? <laughs> Doc, you listening to us? I just heard him. Where'd he go? I'm here. Oh. Did you hear what Hopper said? No. Hopper, repeat yourself so he can hear you. What kind of grade A ass were you picking in? A, a, a pick, picking up <laughs> in 1995? Um, I turned... So when this episode aired, I was 20. I turned 21 this year. My best year of ass was probably... 96 and 97 just yeah. slaying slaying ass yeah man i was i was in a band i was in a college town dude trading them in before they could get their periods whoa i i don't know if you did you really just say that yeah wait what trade them <laughs> in before they could get their period what what what, eight, 10 years old? No, before, I mean, it's a cycle, so it's once a month. Oh, Jesus. So You gotta, you yeah. gotta clarify, bro, because that yeah. sounded like you were. <laughs> oh, I was you looking at Jerry the King Lawler here. Fucking... I was trying, I was trying to compete with him. I meant, like, three, <laughs> three, three weeks and then you trade them in. That's nice. Before I just they hit their cycle. Okay, we're glad you clarified, because. That really sounded raunchy yeah. and illegal. Just for the record, okay. All right. And then he's, he's trying to compete with Lawler. <laughs> Jesus! Uh, did y'all see that? I just sent y'all a text. That's Blair and Joe from Facts of Life right now. Joe looks good. Shit, Blair looks good too. If you ask me. Yeah. Yeah, but Blair's a weirdo Christian pal. Yeah, she's on those. I think she's on those fucking Lifetime channels movies. Bruh, let me tell you something. It's like, um, you ever seen the movie Boomerang? 
God, not in forever. So twenty five years Allen, ago, David Allen Greer and and Eddie Murphy and them they're having a talk and they're they're working out and and David Allen Greer says something like, "Man, did but does she stimulate your mind?" And Eddie Murphy goes, "Bruh, I'm not fucking her brains." So that's true. You know, when you talk about was well, she on Lifetime? I mean, I don't. So what? You know, if I was single, I ain't trying to marry her. Shit. Okay. Let's keep going. Uh, Doc, you stepped away at the end of the last episode. I, I didn't see your message until after. But anyway, hey, real quick. Five-star reviews on Apple, iTunes <laughs> yeah. and Apple Podcasts. And shout-outs to our big-time patron contributors out there. Disrespectfully, Classy, Marky, Blassie, Kyle Riley, Mike Childry, our largest patron contributors. Thank you very much. But with the five-star reviews, please, please continue sending them in on iTunes and Apple. Doc, I have no clue what you were talking about a few weeks back when you texted me and said that was going away because that was two months ago and it hasn't gone away yet. So I just want to point that out. Hey, I, I thought that Apple was getting rid of iTunes as a platform. I read that somewhere. What were you about to say hey to, Hopper? You know who Lance would probably fuck? Mallory. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Somebody said that on the Facebook group last night. After the episode Mallory. aired. <laughs> oh god y'all need to leave i'm hoping lance takes this all in stride because man last night on the facebook group after that episode it was rough <laughs> it was rough everybody went after him oh <laughs> it was rough man i gotta say if he's playing heel Doc, he's topped anything that you could have ever done. It's a work. Okay. Uh, so real quick, let me repeat something with this venue. Again, this is Smoky Mountain, episode 154, January 7th, 95. Uh, we're in the same venue. This is this set of tapings we're in is the fourth taping from this location. It was taped Damn. December the 5th. Now, given that it was taped on the on the 5th of December, and it is a month later, I still think they do a good job with this episode of presenting new stuff, and we'll get into that shortly. But I wanted to mention that uh, it is the fourth tape in here. We're in Princeton, West Virginia. Princeton High School reported 250 people in attendance, if you believe the internet, like I said last week. Now, with that said, um, I need to play something from the very beginning of this episode, and I need to get it queued up. So uh, here it is. Let's, uh, let's go to Les... JR and someone else. Hey everybody and welcome to Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Jim Ross, Les Thatcher, and this week we're joined by the Smoky Mountain Television champion, Nature Boy, Buddy Landell. Were you aware of this? I had no idea that we were getting a new colleague, Jim. What, uh, is, why are you here? Let me explain something. I told you that I'm a big time wrestler, I'm a big time champion, and I got big time money backing me. Robert Q. Harmon, my agent from Hollywood, California, got offices in Los Angeles also, bought this airtime today and I can do any stinking thing that I want to but first off I want to allude to the fact about me kicking the dirty white boy's teeth in Christmas night wow. in Knoxville Tennessee I stopped him and I I just put a whooping on him man well that that's a uh, very th that remains to be seen ladies and gentlemen you take a look at what happened on Christmas night in Knoxville Tennessee now all right so before we go to this match, Hopper, any thoughts on Budro uh, hosting the show this week? He looks good. Yeah, in that suit. Mm -hmm. With his Armani later, suit. Later on, he's going to tell us it's Armanian. <laughs> we'll talk about that when we get there. Um, Doc, anything from you on the opening? 
it's going to be something that it's a consistent theme. We all love Buddy. Everybody knows that. But this, I'm getting tired of him using the word stinking every sentence. Take a drink every time he says stinking in this episode and see what happens. Well, it doesn't bother me that much. Okay. There he goes flexing again, Hopper. There he goes. <laughs> uh, so what they do, they go straight to the Christmas Chaos match. It's footage from the Knoxville, from Knoxville, Tennessee, Christmas night. And it's Buddy versus uh, Dirty White Boy. They join the match well into it. So it's it's not a ton that we get from it. But at least we get something, which is better than nothing, uh, that kind of happened with Thanksgiving Thunder. So Buddy pulls out a chain and throws a punch at Dirty White Boy, but Dirty White Boy ducks it. Buddy drops the chain on an atomic drop. Dirty White Boy picks up the chain, knocks out Buddy, and referee Mark Curtis DQs Dirty White Boy. So White Boy loses, but the belt doesn't change hands, of course. Uh, they, they only show like two to three minutes of the match. So with that said, uh, Doc, what's your thoughts on what they do air here? I didn't understand. I mean, I do, but I don't. So why are we talking about this like it's real? My DWB was so mad that he lost. He still got the belt. I mean, you know, you get emotional. You're in a fight. You can't judge him rationally at this point. Would okay. be my answer. Hopper. Where was but do we know where Buddy was before this? Eight this is ninety five ninety-four. Uh <sighs> Memphis, maybe. I was just wondering if he was wrestling at all, because I can't explain why I think this, but he to me he looks like he has a little bit of ring rust. Let me let me look at something real quick. Oh, go ahead. I know he goes to WWE after this for a half sure an does. hour, and he and he has a feud with Ahmed Johnson. I remember that. Yuck. Yeah. Well, I just I I'm wondering, you know, with Buddy's past, was he anywhere? Um. You know, that's a distinct possibility, unfortunately. He was doing independence. I can tell you that much. I know that for a fact. But, yeah, I, I don't really know where he was right before this. And don't okay. email me. That's Mike504Saints. <laughs> that's Mike504Saints on Twitter. I'm not past. <laughs> hey, I got to say one more thing. Anybody what? out there who says... Can you pass this along to Doc? It's not that I don't want to. I'll forget. No, you're just being an asshole. Yeah, I want to hear from the people. Yeah. No, you do. Okay, go get you a social media account then. Matter of fact, use your wife. Work. That's not it. You, you, you shut up. <laughs> I get a break, Kayfabe, for a minute. I could, I, I could but I, gotta, I choose not to. I got a break, Kayfabe, for a minute. Uh -huh. Man, people said tell me to send stuff to Doc all the time. I look at it, it will forget. You just Mike's like a, Mike's a forget man. You got to remember, people. Mike is not only a busy man, but he's a man that got his eggs scrambled with unprotected chair shots twenty years ago. All right, let's keep the show moving. Um, so after the match, we come back into the venue that we're in, and uh, let's play that. Here it is. 
says uh, he beat up the dirty white boy. That's not exactly how I saw it. It didn't appear that way to me either, Jim. I was counting my money just then. I don't know what you saw. But I recall vividly that I stomped his brains in because I am the better man. I've always been the better man. Now his thinking problem is this. He don't want to give me a title shot on January the 28th because he wants to wrestle Jerry Lawler. Hey, if I had the choice between Jerry Lawler and Buddy Landell, I'd choose Jerry Lawler too if I was you, white boy, because I'll kick your stinking teeth in like I did a month earlier. You understand what I'm saying? You're scared. You're hiding behind the promotion of Smoky Mountain Wrestling, boy. Come out here and face me like a man and fight me. Well, buddy, let me ask you this. Uh, as a matter of fact, we have scheduled Dirty White Boy to join us out here right after the commercial break. Why don't you stay out here well, now, and you... Yeah. In a minute? In about two or three minutes. What time you got? Jeez. Man, do you know what time it is on the West Coast? I have a conference call that I got to go make right now, okay? But I will be back later. Huh? No, I'm going to, no, no, no. It's a very important, it's something about money. Something you two jokes don't know nothing about, all right? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the Dirty White Boy, the Smoky Mountain Champion, will be with us next. Don't you go away. Oldest trick in a book. Time to chicken and, shit out and get out of here. But it works every time. Yep. Hopper, what do you have from this? What time was it? I don't know. Time to make money. <laughs> time to be a chicken shit and get out of here. Time to get paid. It yeah. was beautiful. Beautiful what he did right there. Mm -hmm. um, anything else, Hopper? I just like how it's like, man, shit, I'll be resting Jerry Lawler too, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Doc, anything else? Mm -mm. Lawler right here cuts a promo. It's got to be from a WWF locker room somewhere because um, of the microphone. But I love Lawler when he says, your woman has been around more than a car carousel. Talking That's to nice. Do you remember what he said about to uh, Goldust and Marlena? No. What did he say? Man, in the WWF, on TV too, man, it was something like, if your daughter's anything like your mom, maybe you should have changed her name to Target. Holy... F really? Yeah. I mean, it's That's the 90s, bro. You you could just... <laughs> the 90s... Was, I mean, we talk about the old days when you could get away with shit. That includes the 90s, pal. Target. Well, I mean, we got to be real, man. Like, we are a year... Not even a year. We, we are six months away at this point less than six months away at this point from 1990 being 30 years ago bro i mean let's yeah i know huh isn't that crazy <laughs> so, we're gonna be dead it, soon it yeah. was ancient history man i mean so uh you know even 99 the last year of 90 was 20, 20 years, years ago. ago so we are we're a ways away from it at this point all right uh did y'all want to hear lalo right here doc absolutely here we go Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're here with the Smoky Mountain Heavyweight Champion, the Dirty White Boy, who will meet Jerry Lawler for this title on January 28th in Knoxville. Before we talk to the White Boy, let's hear these comments from the challenger. Jerry the King Lawler here from the World Wrestling Federation. That's right. And you know what I've done? I've come here to the Knoxville Civic Coliseum because I understand, I've heard from my sources, that this is where the Dirty White Boy hangs out because he's homeless. <laughs> I didn't know he was homeless, but then I looked around Knoxville and I saw some of the homes and who would want to live in them either? <laughs> and you know what? I'm afraid I found him. 
lying, drunk again, and a pile of trash. Hey, dirty white boy. Come on, get up. You want to go ahead and have that match now? <laughs> Isn't that pathetic? Isn't it a shame what the dirty white boy has come to? And this is your champion. You ignorant hillbillies. <laughs> no wonder you live in Knoxville, Tennessee. Well, I'm from Memphis. Do you understand that? Memphis, Tennessee. The only real city in Tennessee. The only city with any literate people. The only city where we speak the English language. The only city where people enunciate correctly and properly. The only city with any school system. Do you know what I mean? No, you wouldn't know what I mean in Knoxville, Tennessee. You bunch of hicks. You bunch of hillbillies. <laughs> and the dirty white boy, he fits right in with you. Look at him laying there. Isn't that pathetic? Well, I just want to say this, dirty white boy. You better get up, sober up, and get on your feet because Super Saturday Night Fever is fast approaching, and so is the king. I'm going to be in Knoxville, and I'm going to be there for one reason. Not to take your girl, dirty white boy. I don't want her. She's been around more than a carousel. I want that belt that's around your stinking, filthy waist. Do you understand that? Because I know that's your prized possession. I know that you go all throughout the slums and tenement houses of Knoxville, Tennessee, and you ride around in your pickup truck, and you have to roll the corners of your cowboy hat up so that your girl, dirty white girl, can get in there with you, and you all drive up and down those dirt roads in Knoxville, and you wave that belt out the window. Well, you're not going to be able to do it. When I get through with you, because you got a price to pay to the king. And I'm coming to exact my revenge by taking the Smoky Mountain Wrestling Championship and putting it right around my waist. And I'm going to take it back to Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> Where the people will say, look what the king has accomplished. Get ready, dirty white boy. <laughs> I'll see you in Knoxville for Super Saturday Night Fever. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> Harper, you were laughing. You got something from this? Yeah. I was wondering, well, I, when you hear this, he sounds like Andy Kaufman. It's like the Andy Kaufman promo. That's really, that's a, I didn't think about that, but it's true. Yeah. And. Yeah. I'm just curious who's the fucking guy <laughs> laying in a fucking clothes. Mm. And the thing That's is, just funny. That shit it, was funny. You know, they got some guy, who, whoever that is, you're like, yeah, Bob, just lay there. We're going to dump some old clothes on you. Where'd they get those no clothes from? Make a few noises while you're down there. Uh, yeah. Uh. Let me go back to it, because <laughs> it was, that was funny. Let me see. Hold on. I didn't know he was homeless, but then I looked around Knoxville, and I saw some of the homes, and who would want to live in them either? <laughs> and you know what? I'm afraid I found him. <laughs> Lying, drunk again, and a pile of trash. Hey, dirty white boy. <laughs> Come on, get up. You want to go ahead and have that match now? <laughs> Isn't that pathetic? It looks like toilet paper on him, too, man. Look, it looks like he's got toilet paper trash on him. Look at that. That's That looks like tissue and shit. <laughs> okay, all right. Let's keep going. Uh, Doc. Uh, okay, go ahead, Harper. You, you, you continue. No, it just... 
that's the first thing that popped into, into my uh, head was that he sounded like Andy Kaufman. Yeah, I, I gotta agree. I didn't I didn't think about that until you said it. Doc, what you got? Man, how how great is Lawler on the stick? I mean, that goes without saying, but you gotta say it. I mean, he's so comfortable doing this stuff. He knows what he's doing. And it's just he eviscerates people with that with the mic. Notice that he and JR are both now in the promotion. Lawler is here now. He's a member of the roster. Um, he said he didn't want the dirty white girl. I thought it was maybe because she was too old. That's nice. That's messed what? up. What? What? Come on, bro. Come on, what? I'm gonna let you go ahead. Why don't you look at that text I sent you and be ready to read the first couple of lines of it? That's uh, insane. Yeah, that was on TV, pal. Why don't you read that? So, we start with Lawler spitting hot fire in a backstage promo. He calls Goldust a flaming F-A-G. Marlena, the biggest gold digger in Georgia, and says they should have named their daughter Target because everyone in Atlanta took a shot. That's nice. (laughs) That's fucked up. (laughs) On Raw. Everyone in Georgia took a shot. That <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that could be taken so many ways. Like you literally mean shot a rope. You literally yeah, mean it's it's shot a rope, pal. That's what he means. Jesus, everyone Christ. took a shot, like a shot of yeah. That's and nice. And he's talking about the daughter. He's not. That's the worst part about it. He's not right. talking about them. He's aiming that at their kid. That's if that's filthy, dude. Imagine them trying to pull that off today. Jesus Christ. Do you know what kind of USA would, if they did it in the first hour, the second and third hour would be a test pattern on the screen. (laughs) It would be like that time um, impact wrestling was supposed to go live and something got messed up and, and they ended up just running a loop of a preview for like, two hours straight before <laughs> while they were supposed to be live. That's what it would be. Um, that was pretty stiff. All right, Doc, what else you got from Lawler right there? Well, the other thing there is, is just, he's, he's a, he's doing a masterful job. If you think about it. So like Harper said a minute ago, okay, so it's, it's, it's sort of the same stick that, Andy Kaufman ran on Memphis. He's running on Knoxville. But he's tying the dirty white boy to them. He's bind- He's one of you. He's See, look, he's passed out. He's this. He's that. He's trash. Just like all of you. And it's making him a heel, but it's also establishing dirty white boy as a bigger baby face. Well, yeah, when you're especially when you're burying the local hero. Yeah, but I mean, think about it. It's a, it's a, it is the, it is the work of the masters to not only bury. I mean, let's bury this guy, but get him over at the same time. I mean, that's what we're really trying to do. No. Uh, Yeah, I, I totally agree. 
I can't add anything to that. Hopper, you got anything else? Nope. So let's go to White Boy now. He responds to Lawler. Here it is. He's a great memory. He's a great athlete. He wants this championship, and he wants you. <laughs> well, I'm not real hard to find, and if he wants this, all he has to do is show up on the 28th in the Knoxville Coliseum, walk the aisle, and jump on me, big boy, because I'll help you out all I can. You know, Lawler, you're known all over the world. You're a great competitor. But are you man enough to walk in to my backyard? Because this dog bites. So you crawl on into my backyard, and I'll put the title on the line. And Buddy Landale. Yeah, Buddy Landale. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, everybody's seen a tape of what he done. And everybody remembers what he did back of this when he tried to smother me to death. Terrible. Yeah. Well, Buddy Landale, you kept crying, wanting a shot at me on the 28th in Knoxville. Well, brother, I went to the promotions, and you've got that. You've, he's got the shot on You're the 20. Jerry Lawler. That's right, double duty, baby. It doesn't matter. But the only thing is, Landale, you may not like this, but it's a lights-out <laughs> non-title match. So that means, buddy Landale, what we're going to do is get it on. You want to kick my teeth down my throat? Well, if you're man enough to do it, and you come on and play with the white boy. <laughs> we'll see what happens. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Dirty White Boy pulling double duty on the 28th of January. Non-sanctioned, lights-out, non-title match with Nature Boy Buddy Landell leads us into our poll question. Should Buddy... Buddy Landell, I'm sorry, Dirty White Boy is a man of the people. Doc, what do you have? So, they acted surprised, but they already had this hotline ready. Yeah. Hmm. Um, here's what I like about this. Lawler is doing the, he's not, Lawler's not yelling, but Lawler's got that high pitched and he's loud and bombastic. And so I like the fact that dirty white boy's just out there talking, man. I'm one of y'all. Hey man, I'll, I'll fight twice. Just understated. And I think that approach works best here. Aubrey, what'd you have? He's he's fucking one of them. He's a uh, a stand up guy. Double duty. Mm -hmm. Double duty. It's my civic duty to bang that booty. Okay. <laughs> if that was now, they would probably just make a, a triple threat match at the end of the night. Right. I feel like the WWE did this recently with something, but I don't remember what. I think it was Becky. They did it with. She had to pull double duty one night. Uh, defending her belt twice in a night, but oh, I think she lost. Great. Him. I can't Riveting. remember. But anyway, all right. So we then go to a quick promo from Bedlam answering JL's question about where Cornette is. And I, I, let me let me let me go back a second. It's like real quick. Hold on. We're just moments away, ladies and gentlemen, from the one-on-one -on -one matchup involving Bruiser Bedlam and Cactus Jack. Where is uh? Where's Mr. Cornette? I don't need nobody. I'm my own man. You're going to see what I'm about right now, you punk. So you do it, you, you best and hold the mic like stupid. You know what I'm saying? I, I understand. Get out of here. Well, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> uh, Bruiser Bedlam on his way to the ring. Harbor, any thoughts from that? <laughs> Just say, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he almost broke poor Bob Cottle in half with that before Bob left. Let's remember that. He pushed him way too many times. Poor Bob Cottle was like, now, Jimmy... He put his hands on me once. If he does it again, I'm getting the hell out of here. And, well, he got the hell out of there. Yeah. All right. Doc, any thoughts before we go to the next match? Bedlam needs a manager, pal. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we go to the next match. It is Bruiser Bedlam versus Cactus Jack. Buddy Landell comes out to join them on commentary. Buddy jokes about fans being thick as in being stupid. Buddy says if he wanted to, uh, he could beat both of these guys, uh, meaning Cactus and Bruiser that are in the ring. Buddy says he has on an Armanian suit, and JR corrects him and says, it's Armani. Let me say this. I don't have a timestamp. The interplay with Buddy, Les, and JR on commentary throughout this is really, really good. They they had chemistry. It, it was real good stuff. Doc, I'll throw it to you. Thoughts on the match, commentary, or anything else? I thought he said it was an Armini suit, not Armenian. What did he say, Harper? Did I get it wrong? I don't remember. I thought he said Ar- Ar- Armenian. But either way, Armenian. he was wrong. Les also was, when he said he could beat both of them, Les was like, why don't you hop in there, big boy? Why don't you go get some? Hop in there with <laughs> those guys. Go, go right ahead. <laughs> so I agree. The chemistry was really good here. I mean, it, it was in, it was funny, and it was interesting, and it, it was entertaining. Um, not, to, not to gloss over what's going on in the ring, and we've kind of been, you know, not – all the way critical of Bedlam, but just come on. Where, where's the direction here? Where's he going? Did, I, I'm sorry. Am I boring you? Who are you talking I, to? I thought I heard a yawn there. Hopper yawn, but dude, it, this ain't always about you. Stop being a mark for yourself. Yeah. Keep going. I'm gonna dude, have people yawn all the I'm time. Gonna, I'm, gonna go, mean... I'm gonna go do. I'm gonna tag team with Lance. Me and Lance are gonna be a new tag team. I need you and Lance to do a show together one day. Uh, where yeah, I just great. sit and don't I I sit and don't say nothing and y'all do whatever y'all do whatever God. we did Jesus All Christ right. I'd love to see you two sorry bastards <laughs> try to get through an episode <laughs> y'all could do it okay. next Wednesday no it's okay <laughs> I got a mayor mayor. <laughs> So this was what a physical. What do they do to monkeys in Malaysia? Keep going, Doc. I'm sorry. Well, this was a physical match. Really physical. They got the after out of they each other. Pit. Huh? I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, go ahead. I said the same thing as you. They beat the piss out of each other. Go ahead. They sure did, and I thought this was really good for what it was. I mean, they're they're brawling, and at one point, Bedlam just like no sells a chair shot outside the ring. Yeah. So. I can't remember what it was because I was a little drunk last night when I watched this, but I had on here that it was kind of a goofy ending. So maybe we should go to the ending. So what happens at the end is the thing about this match was it was a cold match. There was no build to it or anything. I mean, it just, you know, they they just came in there and beat the piss out of each other. But it took Bedlam to use brass knuckles on Cactus uh, to supposedly win. But Bedlam would have won, but the referee's count was stopped by Brian Lee which I thought was kind of hokey uh, when yeah. Mark Curtis sees the brass knucks and he then decides to DQ Bedlam. So a uh, little, little bit of a wonky finish to be honest with you, but I, I, I don't know. It was fine. Again, it was a cold match. They just, but they just beat the piss out of each other. Harper, did you, what'd you think of the finish? The same thing. Yeah. Same thing when he runs in and hey, no, look, here it is. Oh, well in that case, Remember when they did that with Tracy Smothers? Yeah. 
that same thing where Tracy was like, no, 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 no. He had his foot on the ropes, and then they restarted it, and, and right. I forgot who it was that ended up winning. But anyway, yeah. All right, so let's get to some really, not that this was terrible, but let's go to Chip Kessler as he uh, just did uh, three eight balls before this. Look at Look that. Hey, hey, what the you, fuck? What? Why would you say that? <laughs> it looks scared dude. for its fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> Corey's off camera with a pistol drawn on him going, fuck up this promo again and I'll shoot your ass. It doesn't even look like, it's like he does it on purpose. Like it's a comedy uh, skit or something. Okay, hold on. I want to I go back to something. Seriously. Watch his eyes. He hasn't blinked yet. No. He's like, fuck blinking. Bitch watch, blink. when he, watch when he hopper. <laughs> Hopper, this it started ten seconds ago. He, uh, he uh, finally blinked. There it went. It took fifteen like, seconds for him to blink. He's like now, blinking. Miss me with that gay shit. Yeah. <laughs> Look, he doesn't blink. It's, it's like he's a reptile or something. Come on. He's a, you, he's oh, a he blinked good. finally. Two blinks. Took forty-five seconds. Two poots. That 45 seconds, he only blinked twice. I don't know about y'all, but I probably blink every fucking 10 seconds at least. Yes. If not more frequently. Man, that guy's fucking weird, huh? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, you better get used going. to him, pal. He ain't yeah. that, I was doing some looking. He ain't that far out down the road. Yeah. He's not far from being our commentator, Hopper. Like, oh, no. literally. Yeah. Chip Kessler. He's not actually terrible on commentary, I don't think. It's just the look. He's got a It's just when you got it. He he has a face meant for radio. Just say it. He, it's true. All right. So we go now to Cat Can Chris Candido and Boo Bradley versus Cactus Jack and Tracy Smothers. Uh Smothers sub for Primetime Brian Lee, who had uh transportation problems, as they said, at the Christmas Chaos in Knoxville. Remember, if Boo doesn't take out Cactus, Tammy said she was going to throw Boots, who's Boo's cat, in the river. Now, Smothers and Cactus end up winning the match uh, when Boo accidentally hits a splash off the top rope on Candido. So, Cactus ends up pinning Candido. But, that's when the stuff hits the fan. After the match, Candido is belittling Boo. The crowd is chanting, Boo, Boo, Boo. Tammy's on the outside threatening to kill the cat. They do this thing with the cat and tease it for a while. They show Tammy leave with the cat. We assume she went to go throw the cat away, but Boo tracks Candido down and drags him back to the ring. The cat is supposedly in this bag that Tammy had, yeah. but the bag ain't moving, so take that for what it's worth. Tammy sprays Boo's eyes with her hairspray. Long story short, Candido goes to the top rope and murders the cat. He drops the leg nice. the cat. Jesus. All nine of those cats' lives are now officially expired. So, Doc, I want your thoughts on this, and then we'll go to Hopper. The 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 cat not moving in the bag is a big problem, but in the grand scheme of things, I'm not going to let that get in my way. I'm not going to let that fuck me up here. Okay. But That's all you got? I would have liked to have seen more here of the match because I thought it was going well. Um, the buildup was great. 
But I popped when he came off the rope on that cat. Come on, dude. <laughs> I mean, that's some shit you you couldn't do. You shouldn't have done then. <laughs> bro. They murdered that poor cat, bro. And then mm. and then once he landed on the cat, Boo's sitting there cradling it. A dead cat. Wow. <laughs> I'm trying to get to it. I'm there he is. Okay, the camera guy. They got a photographer just sitting there clicking away at him. So, for people, for our Patreon members, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT, this, you got to see this. Um, It's at the 2930 mark of of our Patreon video. Candido is on the top rope, and the cat is in this burlap sack, I guess you can call it, or I'd call it even an oyster sack where Harper and I are from. Yeah. And and Candido is about to come off the ropes, and he lands uh. as, he lands ass first on this, what would have been the cat. Squish? Yes, literally. If that's a cat, that cat was squished. Um, <laughs> and Boo... Is now consoling the, the bag. Guy. The camera guy is just snapping pictures away. <laughs> oh, right there. Right here. And that picture is going to end up in some magazine somewhere. And what is the caption going to say? His cap. Yeah, I mean, Chris Candino, Chris Candino just uh, killed his cat when he jumped off the top rope and sat on it. And now he's cradling his 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 dead cat smoky mountain wrestling 1695 i thought the headline would be boo bradley wants revenge meow <laughs> and then here comes go go power rangers i don't know the what f- the hell that shit was <laughs> that shit made me laugh bro. i was like what the f- wait a power ranger is now in the fucking ring <laughs> yeah, that, that's one of those things that happened in this promotion but didn't get on tv much oh good yeah <laughs> let's go back to that because <laughs> he's out there consoling first off he tosses the ref because the ref tries to console him and he's mad and then out of nowhere a red power ranger <laughs> decides to hit the ring and boo disposes of him promptly I, I honestly, I'm curious. What's the story behind the Red Power Ranger for anyone out there who knows? Tommy Noe, if you're listening, get with me. Well, anyone else, send me a message. I don't know the story behind the Power Ranger uh, at this point. We haven't it's seen the Power Ranger. Dixie Dynamite. That's what happened no, to him. That, that's, that's too, that guy's too thick to be uh, Scott Armstrong, in my opinion. But anyway, um, yeah. Yeah. Cactus comes out to the ring, though, and he's now consoling Boo. Uh, Doc, any other thoughts before we go to the next segment? Well, this was certainly something, and I remember telling Harper a while back that uh, this was not going to end well for Boots, and it didn't. These these motherfuckers killed a cat. They killed a kitty cat. The crowd popped for what, Harper? The the ending? Yeah, when they embrace. Yeah, they did. Here, let's listen. The cat, and how despicable can Chris Candido be and Tammy Fitz be to allow something like this to happen? 
Well, there's Cactus Jack and Boo Bradley embracing. That is great to see, but you hate the circumstances. Oh, you hate to think what happened here moments ago, fans. That we hate I would love hear. him to say, is there a vet in the house? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let's keep going. Uh, this is this is this is fabulous shit. So we do need to go to uh, Candido and, and Tammy. Um, they, they got a, they're going to cut a promo after all of this. Uh, here it is. Badly. No, I can't believe what's going on here at Smoky Mountain Wrestling. First of all, everybody's all up in arms about squashing this stupid little ridiculous cat, and because of it now. They have suspended Tammy Fitch of the paperwork here to prove it. They've now suspended me. They tried to suspend me, but Cactus Jack and Boo Bradley, they have some kind of pull, have got to Smoky Mountain Wrestling, and they've made me stay here. They've made me get in the ring now against this idiot Boo Bradley. Boo, everything you've done in your entire life, I've done for you. Everywhere you've gone, I've got you. And now you stupid idiot, all because of that dumb cat. Boo Bradley and that cat are exactly one and the same. They both scratched me. They both made the house all smelly. That's why I got rid of that cat. And Boo Bradley, now it's my life's mission to get rid of you. You know, I don't care if Tammy Fitch is in my corner because she's always in my ear. And if Cactus Jack and Boo Bradley are together, those two brains, as far as I'm concerned, are not even good as one. Let me tell you guys something. Boo Bradley, when I'm finished with you, you're going to be right back underneath that overpass in Asbury Park, literally in that cardboard box, right where I found you before I brought you here. Let me tell you something, Boo. You better stop crying about that cat and start crying about what I'm going to do to you. It's okay, boo. Oh, no. You've got a lot more friends now. Okay, I had to pause it. Anything on, yeah. anything on Candido and Tammy, Doc? Okay, so I did a little research, and I believe that the Power Ranger is Ted Allen. Oh, that would make sense. Okay. Um, Candido was good, and Tammy was so good. Look yes. at her. Run that back, dude. She's looking. She's got that look on her. Look, run it back. I'm... I'm trying Come to on, see bro. Her. I'm at the timestamp of the next promo, and you, now you want me to run it back. And you, how great, you have no fucking great, patience. How great is that? The S is backwards on boots. Gotcha. And now you stupid idiot all because of that. Look at that. She has the look of like, yeah, I'm mad at you, but that dick is big, so I'll, I'll, I'll take care of it for you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What did you just say? You know when your girl's mad at you, but you still get some action anyway. That's the look she's giving you. That's exactly what it looks like. Oh, okay. I'm going to pretend like I'm mad, but I'm really not. And the next thing you know, she's fucking got fucking dick bruising the back of her neck. Because he fucks like a beast. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong? What's wrong? I was listening to an old Smoky Mountain from like a month ago when Harper decided that he goes, man, what are we doing here? <laughs> I think that's another one of those moments. Yeah. But I, I would, mean, what, man, what did he say that made you say, what are we doing here? I don't even. What, what, I don't remember either. There's so much filth that it's hard to keep track. Okay. Can't do he looks big here, huh? He does. He's got. He's on the. He's on some gas yeah. or something, man. Because he's wide. Mm-hmm. He's wide. Wow. Well, he's not tall. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. All right. Um, let me get to where I gotta get now for man, this. Man, that ass is backward on the boots. Pops me. So, R.I.P. Boots. Um, <laughs> let's let's go to let's go to that now. <laughs> and start crying about what I'm gonna do to you. It's okay, boo. You've got a lot more friends now. 
They suspended Tammy Fitch and Chris Candido for what they did. And I said to Bob Armstrong, fine, get rid of Tammy Fitch because we don't need her in our hair. But please, Bob, reinstate Chris Candido because what he needs and what Smoky Mountain needs is for Chris Candido to take his medicine. You see, Boo, there's a shadow that hangs over you. And you won't be your own man till you step out from underneath that shadow and show the world that the goodness that lived inside Boots is not dead, but that it lives on inside your formerly dark and twisted soul. Please, Boo, strike a blow for all those people out there who've been used and abused by greedy hearts like those that lurk inside Chris Candido and Tammy Fitch. Well, you know... He's out there, you know. You know, Chris, you know, I used to be your friend, but I'm not your friend anymore. You're my enemy now. And I, those kids that I used to beat up for you, you know what I used to do to them. And you know what I'm like when I'm angry. And you're not going to like me when I'm angry. You won't like him when he's angry. Thanks for staying with us. All right. They buried boots. Stock your thoughts. We got a little Incredible Hulk there at the end. You're not going to like him when he's angry. Some Bruce yeah. Banner action. Um, I believe, I believe that would be your last uh, Cactus Jack in the promotion. That sucks. He's he didn't good. Really, he didn't really pan out that well, huh? I don't know. I mean, I think. <laughs> You think what, Doc? Why'd you just I, mute? I I didn't. I thought he did well. I was waiting for Harper's explanation. No, I, oh, okay. like I don't. Uh, I don't know. I think he would have had. I don't. I think he should have had a bigger impact than he did. Well, book the territory, pal. I should. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm mm. fine with what he did. I'm fine too. I just don't. I'm, I'm just saying. I can't get over the fact that they killed a kitty cat. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm stuck on too. That's some least, heelish. That's some heelish behavior right there, man. That's at, diabolical. They murdered they a cat, it, bro. You know. Well, at least they, they buried it. it, dude. They didn't just murder. Like they, they didn't just murder the cat. They, because they could have murdered the cat, but like claimed to have done it off air, like you know. We right, can't they show did you it this. in the ring. Like <laughs> it wasn't implied; it was kaboom. Right, we can't show you this, ladies and gentlemen. Man, this is a serious situation. Uh, Tammy, Tammy, and, and Chris Candido uh, did some harm to this cat, and that's all we'll say. And then, then you go to the to the funeral. No, they didn't do that. Candido went to <laughs> the top rope and and dropped his ass on this cat and smashed him. <laughs> Would that be funny if they had a sound effect? Come on! As you landed on it, <laughs> you really want you really want Pete to, to, to go on. Hilarious! <laughs> it could have you could have got away with it back then because people people weren't woke yet. Yeah, like people are too woke now. Anyway, all right, uh, let y'all ready to keep going? Let's go! Let's go! All right, so hold on one second. Let's go back to Chip Kessler, man. Let's go. <laughs> Three ties. Looks like a uh, ISIS fucking uh, hostage. <laughs> Chip Kessler throws us to the gangsters versus the rocker. 
Yes, yes. Chip throws this to the gangsters. Oh, go ahead. What are you about to say, Hopper? They're going to cut his head off. (laughs) That's nice. Chip (laughs) Kettler throws this to the gangsters versus the rock and roll cornet. The main event of Christmas Chaos in Knoxville was for the Smoky Mountain Tag Team Championship. The Gangsters defending against the Rock and Roll Express, and in their corner for the first time ever, manager Jim Cornette. Now, fans, as you might recall, Jim Cornette said he would have a surprise for the Gangsters during Christmas Chaos. That was in the form of a special injunction preventing the posse from being at ringside. Well, as we join this match now, that had already occurred. The posse nowhere to be found. But as you're going to see, things didn't turn out quite as expected during this match at Christmas Chaos. Ricky, we'll roll over. All right. I was going to play the finish. Is that fine with both of y'all? Yeah. Somewhere along the way, at the first time he does it, Kessler calls it a slapjack instead of a blackjack. Yeah. Let's listen to this. Is the they, they basically go right to the finish? Um, remember the injunction, Cornette special surprise that he kept saying he's going to have. Uh, was against the posse who couldn't be at ringside, meaning that it could only be New Jack and Mustafa there. So here we go. Makes the tag. Gibson, now Mustafa. Gibson on both. Double teaming both of them there. Noggin to noggin. New Jack, there's that side saddle kick by Robert Gibson. The Gibson leg boot cover by Gibson. Count of two. All four men now in the ring. All four in the ring. Mustafa and Mort, New Jack and Gibson. New Jack and Gibson colliding. Mark Curtis has his back turned. Curtis has his back turned as he tries to break up Morton and Mustafa. Gibson trying to get up. Fighting for strength. New Jack also rolling over. Meanwhile, Mark Curtis trying to break up Ricky Morton and Mustafa. Now, New Jack rolled out of the ring, back in. He's got that slapjack, and he levels Robert Gibson. He leveled Gibson with that slapjack, and New Jack covers Robert Gibson. Referee doesn't see it, and there, New Jack plonks Jim Cornette with that tennis racket is in the ring. Ricky Morton picks it up and is able to smack New Jack Gibson. For the cover, Mark Curtis, 10 to 2, count of 3, count of 3, and the Rock and Roll Express have done it. Using that tennis racket that Jim Cornette let go of when New Jack pounded him, and Ricky and Robert have done it. The cover on New Jack, a count of 3, and Jim Cornette indeed is able to help the Rock and Roll Express regain the Smoky Mountain Championships. Now, though, the new... All right, so after the match, the gangsters then attack the Rock and Roll. Um, Let me ask you first, Doc. You got anything from the finish, though? Corny actually lived up to his words, man. He definitely did. Now, where's your timestamp at? Uh, Well, let let me ask Hopper about the finish first. You got anything from the finish, Hopper? No, it it was good. See, he didn't have anything. I knew that. I mean, it it was good. Yeah, it really was. It was good. The crowd was was happy, at least for for that time. Yeah, they 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 popped. And then this happens. (laughs) 
Right, with the gangsters. Give me the timestamp. Give me the. T- show me the time. Thirty-three twenty-seven. What do you? What do you okay. want? What do you want? Thirty-four forty-five. Well, hold on. Dude, this he's teeing it up. This is good right here. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Because the rock and roll are getting beat down, and Cornette is Cornette is like, now? stand him up. Cornette is motioning to the gangsters to hold Ricky Martin. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. It was too good to be true. Cornette is finally going to double cross Ricky and Robert. He's got that tennis rock. No, no. He unloaded on New Jack and Moose. All right. Now, where do you want me to go as Cornette attacks the gangsters with his racket? Thirty-four forty-five, man. It looked like Corny took an awkward shot there. Right, this on the leg. Ow! 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 He's all right. Yeah. That. Ow. Poor Corny. Doc, there's nothing wrong with that. He's just hit. The... Corny's fine, but Corny's busted open. Corny He's got some busted juice. Busted open, pal. Corny got some juice. Uh, so, yeah. long story short, the rock and roll do win the belts, but Cornette and the rock and roll, and Cornette especially, is brutalized. He is attacked viciously by these black guys. They what? beat the piss out of him. Well, it's what happened. Um, these 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 gangsters. And look at the fans. Boy, they are mad. Look at these They're fans. Standing. They are hot. Yeah. Look at that guy climb up on the near side. Yeah, that guy's yeah. ready to roll. He's ready to fight. You bunch of black assholes. That's exactly that guy's ready to roll, bro. These people, these people are not liking it. Look at New Jack mess with these people on the outside. Uh-huh. Uh, this is some good stuff. Uh, long story short, Cornette is laid to waste, and he is juiced and busted open. Uh, any other thoughts on how all this went down, Hopper? This was great because you're seeing them in two roles that you haven't seen them in. Mm-hmm. As a face and bleeding all over the damn place. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, you've seen does, yeah. the fucking, you've seen the rock and roll bleed a thousand times, but not Cornette. Never. And, right. Yeah. And and as a face. Dude, he's messed up. Look at that shot. It's hard to tell, but because it's not the best footage as far as the graininess of it, but. He's busted over, man. He's dude. He he's got to go to the hospital. Corny's messed up. Doc, what are your thoughts? I think Harper said it right, man. It's the same thing I liked: is that you're seeing shit you've never seen in a way you've never seen it. Yeah, it takes the faces to save Corny uh, for for this to end up being settled down. All right, let's go to the locker room right now. We got we got the rock and roll in the back with Chip Kessler. Room of the Smoky Mountain Wrestling Tag Team Champs, new champs just named, just winning the great match against the gangsters, Ricky and Robert, the Rock and Roll Express. Ricky, though, I gotta ask you, the end of the match wasn't really like most people thought it would be. Well, Chip, I gotta say one thing. I gotta hand it to Jimmy Cornette. He said what he's gonna do. He was a man of his word. But you know, after the match was over, Jimmy Cornette took a beating like a beating I hadn't seen in a long time. But let me tell you one thing, Jimmy Cornette. You have an open invitation for now. Anytime that you want to come down to the ring, the manager of Rock and Roll Express to get the gangsters, well, baby, feel welcome and just come on down. Fans, we're trying to find wrestling manager Jim Cornette. He's not in the locker room area. He obviously needs some medical attention. Well, here he is now with referee Mark Curtis. I don't need a doctor. I need a telephone. Get away from me. Somebody give me a telephone. Come on. I need a 
Well, Corny's messed up. Doc, you got any thoughts on what we just saw? The rock and roll has a new friend. They do. That's cute. Yeah. Uh, Corny wearing the white shirt was an inspired choice. Very much so. And who would he be calling? Was it his mama? I don't know. Hmm. We'll have to see. We'll have All to right. see what happens here. Any if other only thoughts? There was a way to, if only there was a way to find out. Well, we'll stay tuned. There's the best way to do it. Hopper, anything? He, he looked good. He was all full of fucking blood. Yeah, man. It really doesn't get any better than what he looked yeah. like. I mean, it's facts. Okay, so they then go to, after the match, they go to Cornette. I assume this is his house. Um, He's on crutches. He's bandaged up. He's messed up. He was a bloody mess. So... Uh, you know, is this this is good. Now, Doc, I had asked you about this last night. Um, How much of this are we playing? Because this is like a, it's not a 10-minute promo, so I'm exaggerating. But it's a very long promo. From yeah. Corey. Yeah, I think it's the last couple of minutes. Figure that out. Figure it out. All right, well, let's, let's just take a shot here. Here we go. I can roll express, all right. And I was starting to get a little grin on my face, but then something happened. And oh, don't get me wrong, it wasn't the spirit of Christmas coming over me. Let's not get too corny. Now, what it was was ego. Because you see, all those people in that Knoxville Civic Coliseum, they started yelling at me. Not yelling at me, but yelling for me. Jim Cornette, help them. Cornette, you got to stop the gangsters. Cornette, do something for Ricky and Robert. They're going to get hurt. All those people that have spit on me and thrown things at me and cussed me like a dog and tried to jump on me and beat my brains out. I couldn't have got elected dog catcher in Knoxville, Tennessee 15 minutes earlier that night, but all of a sudden they're asking me for a favor. And Jim Cornette's ego took over. And I thought, hmm, I'm going to do something. So I got in that ring and I suckered the gangsters into just the right place. And then I proceeded to kick some gangster butt for about 22 seconds. And in reality, took over where Ego left off. And New Jack brought that slapjack out. And he conked me over the head with it. You could see 12 stitches. And the blood starts pouring down in my eyes. I couldn't see anything. It was like looking through a fog. And then a nightstick comes out. And I feel a burning in my leg when my kneecap got cracked. And then all I can see when I can see at all are fists and feet coming at me. And all of a sudden, I'm in my own private hell on Christmas night in a place I don't want to be and no way to get out of it. All because of the gangsters. Well, those fists and those feet rained down on me and that pain exploded from every part of my body and the blood soaked me. And Dirty White Boy and Cactus Jack came out to save the day because the Rock and Roll Express wasn't in any shape to do it either. And when they picked me up off that ring, the people gave me a round of applause. <laughs> you know, I'm an egotistical son of a gun. And that's the only thing about Christmas night that I enjoyed. There's something else that I'm going to enjoy, the opportunity to hate somebody. Because when Jim Cornette hates somebody, he hates them with a passion, he hates them with a vengeance, and he hates them forever. And I hate the gangsters. And they tried to take me in that back in that locker room, they tried to call an ambulance, tried to get me over to the hospital, and I went, believe me, but before I did, I did one thing. I found me a telephone, and I made a phone call. Because the Rock and Roll Express, sure, they say, Jim Cornette, any time you want to be at ringside with us, when we face the gangsters, that's fine, we want you to be in on it. But you don't want to go 
When you have somebody you hate and want to get even with, you don't want to go to somebody you don't even like that much. Because we ain't friends, Morton and Gibson and me. No, I called some friends of mine. The heavenly bodies. Tom Pritchard and Jimmy Del Rey. And I told them what happened. And I told them I'd send them a plane ticket. Get out of your WWF commitments. At least one time, do something to come down here and help me get even. And they said, sure, anytime, anyplace, anywhere, we're going to go cancel some dates right now. And they did. January 28th. Just so happens it's Super Saturday Night Fever. But there's one problem. Bob Armstrong, you still have that loser leave Smoky Mountain Wrestling stipulation banning the heavenly bodies. Well, I got some things to do and I got some people to see and I need the heavenly bodies on my side. So Bob Armstrong, what I'm saying to you is I want to see you, not, not on the telephone, not by videotape, I want to see you face to face next week on Smoky Mountain Wrestling on television. Because I want to have a serious talk with you. If you're the man you say you are and you stand for what you say you do, then you know this ain't right. And you know I got to have a chance to get even. And I want the heavenly bodies to come back or I'm going to know the reason why. So Bob Armstrong, I want to talk to you. And gangsters, believe me, Jim Cornette's going to do some talking to you later on. So nobody gets away with this. Nobody. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. All right, so y'all going to have to stay tuned because let's just say the heavenly bodies might be making an appearance. Sounds like it. Hopefully, uh, Hoffer, do you have any? In the way they do this is actually interesting. I will, I will say that. I, Hopper, you got any thoughts though? I want some Del Rey, damn it. Um, I think you're gonna be happy with, yeah, with what happens then, since you want some Del Rey, damn it. <laughs> I would love to see Del Rey and and, and uh, Dell do a pose off. Hmm. That would be rather interesting. Yeah. All right. Doc, any thoughts from you on this? I love it when he goes, I kicked some, I got in the ring and I kicked some gangsta butt for about 22 seconds. <laughs> yeah, before they then, before they then murdered him. So, so, so true. Good God. Uh, you know, the, he breaks the news that he's, that he called the heavenly bodies to come help get him back or get, you know, have his back and get back the gangsters. But, He's got to get the Smoky Mountain ban lifted on the bodies because, remember, they're supposed to be gone for real. Now, I know they came back a couple of months ago, and it was like a one-time thing uh, when the gangsters first came in. But beyond that, they, they haven't been back since they're banned. So we'll have to stay tuned and see what happens. But uh, this is good little storytelling because now, you know, he's going to have to get Bob Armstrong to say, sure, we'll take the gangsters back. Um, let's do it. The heavenly well, bodies. We'll that's what I meant. The heavenly bodies. Thanks for correcting me. All right. Hopper, any other thoughts on this? Nah, no. All right. Let's go to the uh, closing promo. It's uh, Les, Buddy, JR. Here they are. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much for being with us here again this week. It has been a rather interesting week, to say the least. Uh, we Cornette. Now, he's got a, a, a lot to talk to Bob Armstrong about. When do you think that's going to come about? Next week. The commissioner will be on the scene. He will have a meeting with Jim Cornette. Main topic of discussion, the challenge about the heavenly bodies. We'll have that for you right here next week. I understand you're going to be back next week, but this time 
not in your Armani's, but uh, in your wrestling tights. That's exactly right, because I'm not a closet champion. I'm not like the dirty white boy. I'll put my title on the line against anybody at any time next week, especially stay tuned, because the Nature Boy is going to do it like only he can. And how can, how can you laugh about what happened to that cat? the funniest thinking thing you've ever seen in your life i'm serious man my dad used to tell me stories about what they did to cats and i, oh, I, don't, I don't hear know. that I don't, i'm not talking about that that we're gonna have more on this boo bradley chris candido thing next week Les. that was that did not belong on television it certainly did not jim i agree with you 100 percent and i can't even understand where this man's coming from well, yeah, cry and tell. Bring us one of those silk towels out. I can tell you where you can put it. Ladies and gentlemen, we thank you so much for being with us. we got a great broadcast for you next week for our whole crew. All right. Uh, Buddy thinks it's funny that a cat was murdered. Uh, Doc, your He thoughts. sure does. That's not classy. That's not classy at all. That was a nice little cat. That was a nice little black cat. Boots. Rest in boots. peace, boots. Boots. Rest in boots. peace, Boots. <laughs> Boots got the boots put to him. Boots screwed boots. Boots. Boots, <laughs> boots did the ultimate job. Boots scoot buggy. Hey, man. You won in the business. You got to be ready to accept all the consequences. Boots went out the hard way. All right. Any other thoughts before we give out the uh, d- disability checks and government cheese? No, sir. All right. So before we do the um, the government cheese and disability checks, remember, if you're not a patron, please consider becoming one at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. You get access to the video versions of these. You also get access to 200 plus Patreon only episodes. We got WCW pay-per-views now. Clash of Champions 1 is up. Just a ton of episodes for you to enjoy at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. It is a great way to support this show on an ongoing basis. Remember, we don't beat you over the head with ads each and every episode. So support us by becoming a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. We definitely would appreciate it. Um, also, don't forget to use the Amazon referral link. That's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Another great way to support this show. If you're already shopping on Amazon, it just makes sense to use it. And give that link to the wives, girlfriends, hoes, and side pieces in your life and tell them to use it. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. All right, Doc, uh, which, how many disability checks you give in this one? Another good episode, man. Stacking them up week after week. And so, you know, sometime in 95, it's going to slow down, but this ain't it. So I'm going to give this one an 8.7. Aubrey, what about you? Give it an 8.4. All right. Mike, what about uh, you? Doc, uh, who are you giving your government cheese to? No, whoa, whoa. When did you stop giving out the, the disability checks, man? All right, Hopper, who are you giving your government cheese to? That's nice. <laughs> Thanks. He just he wants to interrun me and go run over to Harper like a child whose mother told him no, so he's going to go ask Daddy. That's nice. Yeah. What a dick. What a dick. All right, Hopper, who are you giving your government cheese to? Jim Cornette. Really? Yeah. I like that I promo. We, we, we saw him bleed, and that, and that promo at the end, we, we're seeing a different side of him that we haven't seen uh, before. Who are you giving yours to, Doc? Well, I'm going to say we need to 
get the shovel and dig up the grave a little bit and toss a piece of cheese in there for Boots the cat. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> He'll never have another chance to win the cheese, so this is it for him. you got to be kidding me, Boots. Yeah, Boots, Boots the, he made the ultimate sacrifice for the business. Boots and a Power Ranger. You know, they say they say people that give everything they have to the business. Well, that really does apply for poor Boots. I thought about giving it to Lawler because of that whole scene with supposedly dirty white boy under a pile of clothes and tissue. <laughs> but but it's hard not to give it to Cornette because it's something you've never seen at this point from him. So, right. yeah. I got to give it to a busted and bloody Cornette who held up his end of the deal and then got just sent to the hospital because of it. So, yeah, it's got to go to Corny. I'm I'm with Hopper there. So, all right. Uh, Cornette gets government cheese from two of us and Boots, the dead feline cat, gets it from Doc. Poor Boots. Dude, they landed on a... Candido landed his ass on a supposed cat. That's just That's not right. Bro. It ain't right at all. No. All right. Before we get out of here, check out the wrestling podcast about nothing with Ring of Honor's Brian Malonis and Mike Crockett. They do their show every single Monday. Classic and current stuff on there. They've also got tons of old interviews that you can enjoy. One being with Warbeard Hansen from the Viking Raiders, now with WWE. I hate that name, Viking Raiders. They'll always be War Machine to me. But it is a great interview that they did with him about two years ago but they do classic and current stuff so check them out just search the wpan or wrestling podcast about nothing wherever you get your podcast from also check out our vantage point the retro wrestling podcast with joe Murata and michael quinn as they give their take on the northern side of pro wrestling history slightly classier a little bit more professional but still fun nonetheless they support us so please support them that's all i got uh doc you got anything before we get out of here not a damn thing hopper you got anything no Hit the tagline and take us home, brother. Book it, bitch. out of here i want to thank all the patrons out there that we have who make this show possible twice a week each and every week for free uh thank you all thank you for your pledges we appreciate it 
And um, I can't say thanks enough, so I always like to close the show with thanking all of our patron members out there. Also, I want to thank the Hall of Fame patrons out there. Bob Richards, Michael Angel, Rocky Suazo, Christopher Champer, Will Harkey, Robbie Dyson, Rick Beebe, Brad Dunifin, Tom Schlegel, Coach Joey Chase, a.k.a. Willie Chase, Steve Malbasa, Leron Brown, Kenny Byersdorf, Glenn Abbott, at G.A. Russell Nutt on Twitter, Bobby Murray, Marlon Mueller, a.k.a. Half Pints Point on Twitter. Keep cutting those promos, kid. Josh Warren, Everett Starr, Super Duper Hall of Famer, Mike Childry, Super Duper Hall of Famer, Kyle Riley, Super Duper Hall of Famer, disrespectfully classy, Marky Blassie. Mark, I had a great time doing that Halloween Havoc 93 with you. Can't wait to do it again next year, thanks to you being a Super Duper Hall of Famer. Craig Norman, Johnny on Patreon, the great John Dean at YRC21 on Twitter, Josh Dunn at Ryan and Auburn on Twitter, um, good old Justin, Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim Morecci, Adam Price, Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, David Jordan, Jesse Jacobs, Josh Fields, Chris Myers, Gerald Green III, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Prue, Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, Classy Alex, Slider91 US, David DeVries, Frog Zeppelin, SV Pageant, Bill Salsa, Big Rich, at Spy Boy Sports Cap, Ari Miller 39, Jay Shiny, Ruben Espinosa, Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Browning, Justin underscore Andretti, Coleman eight two two, Marty Howell, T Hog ninety four, Gobbled Unreal. Thanks for being Hall of Fame patrons. And also, before I get out of here, make sure you check out my friend Mike Prue and his Bottom Line Cast going through the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Just search Bottom Line Cast wherever you get your podcast from. Also, don't forget on the new five dollar tier. Besides the Jim Crockett Promotions pay per views, and I say new, it's not really a new tier at this point. But besides the Jim Crockett Promotions pay per views, you also get the ECW live cast, which is Mike Pru and JV. They do every two weeks. They take two episodes of ECW, do it watch along format. They play promos in the background though, so you can get the audio as well. But it's a great show, so. Don't forget to download those episodes as well. It's nothing but ECW. Early ECW. It's so bad, it's good. With that said, once again, thanks to all the patrons. If you're not one, it's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. We'd appreciate it if you become one. And you guys have a great week. And until next time, you know what Hopper always says when he gets out of here. Book it, bitch.